Hi, I'm Austin. I'm Josh. I'm Justin. Hey guys, have you seen The Princess Bride? Yeah, a lot, of, a bunch of times. No, never. Whoa! Never. Well, we're gonna watch it tonight. Uh, if you're new to the show, what we do here is the people who haven't seen the movie. There's always one of us. Give a brief description on what they think the movie's going to be about, just based solely on the name, the title. So, The Princess Bride, Josh. This one, like this one's in the cultural zeitgeist. You might have a little bit more to work with on this one. You'd be surprised. Like, yes, this is the prince. Sprite, it's probably the movie with the most m- memed lines, like, ever. I know a couple of scenes, but I don't really know much. I know some and I know the poison goblet scene, I know the, you know, Inigo Montoya and the sound of Right, that was on every shirt and Hot Topic for a while. <laughs> but I don't really know what this story is about, or, like, who's it, or why this stuff happens. I know it's, like, a like a fantasy kind of thing, but, like, that's kind of it. I don't really know that much about this movie, surprisingly. So, based on the name, The Princess Bride, what would you guess would be the, the titular adventure? I mean, I assume it's about a princess that is also a bride. <laughs> I assume some kind of, like, I'm guessing this is, like, the fantasy movie, right? The traditional, like... You this know, is person one of the big ones. Adventure, maybe to save a princess. I don't know that she's in a tower or anything that stereotypical. <laughs> you know, right? You right. know, witty dialogue left and right, kooky characters. I I think the thing I'm not sure is how Zane is because I've seen enough, like I've heard enough lines and I've seen bits of scenes here and there that I don't know how. Like I guess Monty Python. I'll say it is. Okay. Is it just jokes every five seconds, or is it like witty bands, or like rope? Like where where does this fall? I don't know. Well, I'm hoping it's not too zany, <laughs> and it's not just a meme a minute. Like that would be kind of make my eyes. You did get it right. This is a heavily memed movie. Uh, tons of people are in this. Jigsaw mm-hmm. might okay. show up to trace one of them. Mm-hmm. Oh really? Is there time travel in this movie? <laughs> no, but one of our main stars is uh, Carrie Ellis, who shows up in the first Saw movie, getting his foot. Uh, oh, moved. oh, interesting. <laughs> this I've, is where he got their start, right? And then I've they got traveled back to find you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, they, yeah, they, 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 uh, they were in Princess Bride so that they could one day grace the screen of the <laughs> Saw movie. Yes. Princess Bride walked Clearly. so Saw could run. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we're going to get to it. We're going to watch The Princess Bride. What year is this from? I need to find that out. It's, it's, it's your movie. Something. It's your movie. <laughs> I always thought growing up that this was The Princess's Bride. Different movie. Uh, but I would always say that growing up because I I was I couldn't pronounce things very well. Yeah, eighty-seven. All right, Carrie oh, Ellis, Robin Wright, Mandy Patinkin, <laughs> Wallace Shaw, Andre the Giant, Christopher Guest. We've got so many people coming up in this. I recognize one of those names. <laughs> Which one? Andre the Giant. <laughs> Are you? Uh, why? Why do you recognize Andre the Giant? Uh, I just, I just recognize the name. Yeah, pop culture. Yeah. I was going to say, are you a wrestling fan? No, I so, we got another co- Wrestling is enough in the pop culture site. So, like, you know, I know some names and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Obey stickers. You ever seen those? They have Andre the Giant's face on them. Oh, mm-hmm. really? Okay. And that Obey is from a previous episode of ours, They Live. So, kind of a roundabout tangential tie-in. 
Mm. Here we go. That's what we're all about here. Yeah. Have you seen? Yeah. Uh, Connecting those video dots and solving Hollywood's mysteries. (laughs) Six degrees from Jigsaw is a better movie. (laughs) (laughs) He's my uncle. And we're back, having just watched The Princess Bride. Yep. So, Josh, you're the only one who hasn't seen this before. What would you think? Tell us first impressions. Uh, Quite possibly the best movie we've watched on this podcast. Whoa! And we've been doing this podcast for like almost three years, maybe? Yeah. It's been a while. Dang, uh, hot take. Hot take. I was kind of blown away. <laughs> it was... Is it a hot take? This movie's beloved. It is. It is. It's kind of everything I love, right? It's witty dialogue. Everything is just slow-paced enough that I understand what's happening. The scene <laughs> transitions are clean. They like, say where they're going next. <laughs> yeah. It's zany. <laughs> it's zany, but not too zany. Right, there's some jokes that little a little like okay, they're clearly doing this for the joke, but it's not anyone turns to the camera and winks or anything. Like it was that. so close to doing that. At it some was point. so <laughs> close. <laughs> if there was, it was if there on was the one edge. more roll down a hill scene, I might have gotten completely taken out of it. Oh my god, <laughs> that was the scene. I was like, oh man, I hope this movie doesn't do any more of that. I and only have one complaint right off the mm-hmm. bat, uh, and mm-hmm. it's that it's that closing song. It's like our love stories lack out of a love oh, story. Oh, I didn't. I didn't listen to that. I would recommend going back and listening to that, and just just to just to tamper your uh, love of this movie a little, to keep it in check. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I can't like movies too much. I that would be breaking character. I'll say I did not like the grandson, but I don't think you're maybe supposed to. Oh no, no, he's a bratty little sick kid. He's bratty, but he comes yeah, around. Yeah, that was. I, I had a note. He's also on, he's like, also Fred Savage. Of so course, yeah. You're Known just like an extra, an extra layer of already mad at him. <laughs> you don't like Fred Savage? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you grow up like hating the Wonder Years or something? <laughs> he produced Always Sunny. He got him off the ground. I know. That's I know. A big part of that. Fred Savage is cool. <laughs> Way cooler than that shitty younger brother from Boy Meets World. No, I don't want to start fights with the savages. <laughs> Come at us, savages. No, no. <laughs> uh, both great, both great. I I always kind of forget in a little way that this has this opening, uh, that it's not directly into the fantasy world. It opens on an NES baseball game. And you're like, did I put in the right tape? <laughs> Is this the right side of the laser disc? Uh, you get a little eight bit music, and it's Fred Savage staying home from school in bed sick, and his grandpa comes over to read a book that he claims his dad read to him. He read to his dad. Like it's a it's a family tradition type thing. And it's a pretty good one. I like it. Um, getting a story read to you. Yeah. Uh, did did you guys grow up with that? Um, that's like a pretty normal thing, right? Man, when I was really little, like before yeah. I could read, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. what I mean too. But not like Fred Savage's age. No, um, I I got real into reading. Not not at any time. Like like uh, I'll say even up until like nowadays. Uh, during Christmas time, my dad will read. Uh, Night Before Christmas. The Nightmare Before Christmas novelized yeah. version. Yeah. <laughs> and Jack Skellington swooped down into <laughs> Christmas. Town. What's this? What's this? <laughs> He's really gotten the songs down. Oh my god! Yeah, your dad just doing all the songs. 
this is Halloween. This is Halloween. 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 <laughs> Trying to do yeah. all the different voices. <laughs> I bet my dad's never even seen Nightmare Before Christmas. And if he has, 100% fell asleep during it. That movie <laughs> is a snooze to go back and try and watch. <laughs> we haven't done it on the podcast, have we? No. That's probably one we'll have to get to. Still, It's, it's kind of a cultural zeitgeist thing. And yeah. like that's, I still see Big. that talk out and on like merch and stuff. Too. We got to There's... Plenty of people we can find for to it hard. Sure, I can we'll imagine. be able to find a guest for that. Not related Someone to, but hold it in nostalgia. Who, who love it? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I like. I'm. I'm gonna say, I liked that movie back in the day. Sure. Haven't watched it in a long time. Yeah. Who knows? I like stop motion though. I'm a sucker for it. Yeah. So I'll probably still like it just because of that. Unless it's. Unless it's just, like, really, really bad, and I don't remember it being really, really bad. From some of the podcasts I've listened to about it, it's kind of bad. Like, we won't get into it now. We'll save that for that episode. (laughs) Uh, We are on The Princess Bride. Fred Savage and his grandpa. Special guest, by the way. Special guest appearance in the credits. Did you see this? For this grandpa? Yeah. Not many, not many people get a special guest appearance in the end of the credits, but well deserved. <laughs> You're not gonna give one to Fred Savage for this being like one of his first leading movies. His only no. one, other one is Little Monsters, I think. And oh, ooh wee, watch out! And then for he that comes one. back to video games in The Wizard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let me just. See. Oh, he was the guy in The Wizard. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's the kid in The Wizard. Well, yeah, he was the kid in The Wizard. Yes. Peter right. Falk is the grandfather. Uh, it starts on the story of Gosh, Buttercup. Who, who is your favorite character? Ah, uh, that's like asking me to pick like favorite children. Um, <laughs> uh, give me a sec. I gotta. Think. Yeah, let's run uh, down a little um, of the plot first, and then we'll yeah, let you yeah. decide. Yeah, ask me again at the end because okay. we'll talk about all the characters. So we start on Princess Buttercup. She owns a small farm, and she has a farm boy who's lived there the her his entire life, and it's sort of a. Uh, uh, there's tension. She's always like messing with him, getting him to do farm work when she's young. Realizes he's in love with her. Realizes she's in love with him. Bada bing, bada boom. He goes off to sea and gets killed by the dread pirate Roberts. It's Wesley. Wesley. Uh, Carrie Ellis yes. from yes. Saw. Main character yes. in that. Uh, yes, he is. Do you recognize him, Josh? Since you love Saw so much. I did not. No. He did change in appearance, but several years in between. (laughs) I remember seeing Saw and not recognizing him when I saw Saw in theaters. Yeah. Because I wasn't that into Princess Bride growing up. Uh, So he goes off, he gets killed, Buttercup is chosen to be the bride of the prince. And in this land, I love this line by the grandpa, even though he had every right to do so and it was completely legal to take her as his bride... She didn't love him. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like the beginning yeah. of Braveheart, but more lighthearted. A little. Uh-huh. Uh, so they're going through with, like, preparations to get married, and she gets kidnapped. Because we find out that the prince, Prince Humperdinck, Chris Sarandon, is a terrible dick. Like, uh, he is not only arranged for her to be kidnapped to start a war with a fellow kingdom, but he's also arranged to, like, murder her on their wedding night. He's just deceiving. I think the only one he slightly trusts is, um, the dude who invented that torturing machine. The six-fingered man. Right. They seem to have some sort of bond. Yeah. Because for guest, mm-hmm, some relationship. They're both jerks. Yeah, in high places. <laughs> I like how you pronounced Chris Sarandon's last name. It made it sound like he was like the Eye of Sauron. <laughs> He's Prince Humperdinck. I have to show him some <laughs> some fealty. <laughs> he was in he was in Sarandon. Uh, original Fright Night. <laughs> He was also in the original Child's Play, Dog Day Afternoon. Like, this guy's in everything. Peter Sarandon. (laughs) Uh, Wide filmography. Then, she does get kidnapped by 
three of the most likable characters in film history, uh, Indigo Montoya, uh, Fezig, Fezic, 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 and Fezic. Vinzini, the Sicilian. This is just a D and D quest. <laughs> this is a D and D campaign. Go kidnap the princess and start a war. Better campaign than Dungeons and Dragons the movie. Oh, oh 100%. <laughs> There's skill challenges and combat and political intrigue and romance. It's mm-hmm. D&D. It's got everything. So I'm watching this, and I, I started taking a couple notes, but by the time they got into the story, I was so entranced. I was literally like, I'm just going to watch this. And Is this a running gag where you give a it. reason why you didn't take notes every time we watch the movie? If I remember to present <laughs> it as a gag, sure. But uh, I did. T- uh, I, I got back to it once I fell into the <laughs> stupor of nostalgia. Uh, and I was about to say, this part when he's climbing up the cliff after them on the rope is when I like, I fell in love with this movie again tonight. Because he's like, they cut the rope, uh, and he. Sorry, Indigo Montoya is talking to Wesley, and he's like, I could help you up. And he's like, but you want to kill me. And he's like, I won't kill you till you come up. And just this awesome banter back and forth. And he does. He holds to his word till he gets up there. They have this great sword fight where they're both conning each other by using their left hand, because it would be too easy otherwise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So. I like to think that he did that because he noticed that he was using his left hand and wasn't dominant. Like, he was using his non-dominant hand, so he's sure. like, okay, I'll do that to match. Right. Because I, he, like, because he let him climb up without attacking him and stuff. He was I, like, I just like to think that he also had the same thought. He's like, well, this guy looks good at sword fighting. I don't want to strike him down too quick. Let's use our left hand for practice. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, either way, he does... Um, he does succeed. Do you see this part where he's doing the gymnastics moves? Like, Indigo Montoya, Manny Patinkin jumps first, swings on the rod, lands on his feet, gets the sword. Uh, Wesley throws his sword, it lands perfectly, and then it cuts to, like, a 90-pound girl on a gymnastics set. (laughs) (laughs) And they they both hit, you can see it's, like, padded floor covered in dust, because they, like, sink into it and land... Just like you would on pads, not like you would on solid stone. But they, then it cuts they didn't, back. They didn't. They didn't even do like the Superman, the superhero pose, like they do in all the Marvel movies. No, this was two decades before that. The, the <laughs> knee breaking pose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could imagine if they remade this, Cariels would land on the ground <laughs> and it, on his knee, and it would just pan up to him smirking. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I was about to say, who do you think would play him today? But there's so many just generic white dudes. Yeah, it'd probably be Chris Pine. It'd be a Chris. That, yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> Not interesting. We need to switch it up. We need to recast. <laughs> we need to have Buttercup go on the adventure this time. Uh. But Ooh, you want to get people mad. I want to get people fired up, yeah. Get people fired up. He's like, Ma, get in here. <laughs> they changed Wesley to a girl. <laughs> uh, yeah, switch up the whole cast. All female cast like Ghostbusters get them real mad. Uh, so <laughs> he first bests Indigo Montoya. and The Steel, they call it. And then he encounters Andre the Giant. And, uh, sitting back. Watching it now, I was like, there's no way. <laughs> you can't do this. Well, Andre the Giant's a professional wrestler, so... Yeah. I, like, no, 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 yeah. I'm like... No, I'm like Carrie Ellis. There's no fucking way he can topple this dude. Like, yeah, no, but the sleeper holds his weakness. Oh, you're saying because he's a professional wrestler <laughs> in real life, that carries his weakness over into fantasy. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Okay. So his if professional I ever, wrestling hmm, weakness okay. is, yeah, like that's his weakness in professional <laughs> wrestling. Uh, I don't Wesley, think genre tropes carry over like Wesley, that. But... <laughs> Wesley is obviously a fan of WWE. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think he would call that move? The the giant sleeper. 
Okay. It's just a sleeper. Are, are you telling me there's people that don't have the same move but call it different things? I'm, I'm saying he has to make this his when he takes down the oh, giant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The giant slayer. There sure. you go. The giant sleeper. The giant slayer. That is good. Yeah, yeah. Um, Though I do like the fact that Andre the Giant, um, I do like the line where he was challenging him to like a one-on-one fight with no weapons. Yeah. And he was like, seems like you have the advantage in a fist fight. He just like smiles at the Rockies. He's like, I could just kill you now. (laughs) (laughs) He could too. (laughs) Just throw that rock into somebody. Ooh. (laughs) I can't believe he didn't dislodge him when he backed up into the boulders. Mm Mm-hmm. He had to be crushed oh, after that. He's the Dread Pirate Roberts. Right. He's been trained. <laughs> In every manner. <laughs> he's uh, been built up. His body's been built up by the pressure of the ocean. <laughs> this is another great moment where they're having like banter while fighting. And it's just that great energy of uh, like, I don't hate you because we're fighting. I respect you. I can tell you're a, a worthy compo- opponent. Yeah, but what I what I couldn't tell... What, I, what was clear whenever he was fighting Inigo Montoya is that Inigo Montoya was going to kill him. Was Andre the Giant going to kill him? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. He was, yeah. He, they mention later when the when they get the guard away from the door, they're like, where's the tower key? He's like, I don't have it. Rip his arms off. <laughs> I think Fennec <laughs> is like a Chewbacca Fez- character. Fezzik. Just Fezzik. Fezzik, yeah. Uh, he just you keep, goes in. You keep almost saying Fenric, and it, no. Fennec. Oh, oh, from our D&D campaign. Yeah. yeah you don't want to Fezzik. imagine this guy is our campaign mm. Fenric. Okay. No. Fezzik. Fezzik. As Andre the Giant. <laughs> uh, he... What do you think of these encounters, Josh? These first three encounters with the goons? Oh, I mean, they're all amazing. We get to see... I mean, it... We get to see, you know, the main character go through these different trials and show that, you know, he's... He's cunning and smart, and I guess smart again. So the last two trials are kind of just being smart. I, I guess pretty strong to choke him out. It's uh, it's skill, and then strength, and then intelligence Smarts or wit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a classic trial trope. Mm. And that even beats the best part of the D and D movie when he has to go into the thieves' maze. Mm-hmm. We keep talking about yeah, the D&D movie. Lost episode with guest it disease. Is. Uh, it is. The file got corrupted. Uh, one, of these, one of these days we'll have to make it up and do Mazes and Monsters. Or uh, the new D&D movie that's coming out. I found out that the D&D movie we watched has a sequel. Mm. Oh. Yeah. And you know who the main character is? No. That dude wearing blue lipstick with the brain worm. <laughs> He's... It's uh, okay. spoilers. It's like way later, like two hundred years later, and he's a necromancer. Oh wow! Yeah, and he's the focus of the movie. I hear it's way better. It's like still a fan made movie, but they took a little more time to make it good. Interesting. Yeah, might have to watch it. <laughs> I don't remember what it's called. I think it's like D- Dungeons and Dragons, and then something something. Uh, colon something the the grand quest or the final necromancer (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so uh cariolis rest or uh he the third trial he meets up with vinzini the civilian does it have jeremy irons that's all i got it that's what i have to know no 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 no. he died (laughs) no he's not coming back (laughs) (laughs) but uh vinzini and him have a battle of wits and he he introduces this challenge. I'm going to poison one of the glasses, place them in front of me. You choose which one, and then we'll drink. It's pretty good. He's poisoned mm-hmm. both of them. He's spent time building up a resistance. I like that Australia exists in this universe. That's kind of weird. <laughs> and it's still full of prisoners. Like, that seems a little anachronistic. Mm. But who knows? Yeah. <laughs> Not sure when they started. Well... They also mentioned that he got Fezzik, that Vizzini, played by Wallace Shawn, did great. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he said that he got Fezzik in Greenland or something. Oh, I didn't hear that. I didn't catch that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he said, because uh, that was where that was the what, what Vizzini kept threatening him with, because he was a bully, even though he was 
the obviously the weakest of the three. Of he these. was like the Mo of the Three Stooges. Yeah, he's the leader. He's the abusive one. He keeps mm-hmm. him in check. Um, he kept saying to Andre the Giant that his uh, job was on the line, and one of the lines he had was, uh, "Is that what you want to do?" Is uh, Leave, have me leave you back in Green, uh, Greenland unemployed. Okay. Or something like that, where I found you, something like that. Is right. Greenland or Iceland one of those two? That makes more sense to me, because you can sail to those a lot easier than at Australia. But I'm just saying, it's right. this world. But I wonder where this is. Where and when is both pretty good questions. It's definitely like Europa. Mm-hmm. Like, Europe. Uh, who knows, though? Yeah, because they constantly refer to Ignio Montoya as the Spaniard. Yeah, and this guy, uh, Humperdinck, is celebrating the 500th anniversary of their kingdom. And yeah. there's and there's Catholicism. Like, we saw their wedding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess I'm just used to fantasy not taking place in such a grounded earth, you know? Right. Especially since I guess they, they, more, said, is... they said the name of the land at the beginning, I think, too. But I didn't catch what yeah, it was. In the land either. of something, something. <laughs> Do you have it, Josh? Do you know? Uh, no. No? Okay. So he uh, he gets the princess after defeating Vinzini <laughs> at this uh, battle of wits. And it first doesn't reveal who he is. They're running from the prince who wants to marry her, and he's the best tracker in the land. He can track a hawk on a cloudy day, or... The fact that he can, like, he's like, he's like, they fought a giant here. I'm like, what? Oh, I love the part (laughs) where he's jumping around the Indigo Montoya battle, doing, like, the fencing steps. Two masters! Yeah, yeah, they moved all over the place. (laughs) The loser ran in that direction. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like how you know who the loser is there was no <laughs> bloodshed <laughs> he's that good at reading footprints yeah i thought that was a funny <laughs> a funny touch humperdink eh. uh they uh they get into a fight on the cliff side or the hillside whatever it is and goddamn, these are some massive hills and steep too that Carrie Ellis and the pr- Buttercup roll down when mm-hmm. he finally reveals by saying uh, the titular line as they fall forever. This is like a hot rod fall. Wait, the titular line? He didn't say Princess Bride as he rolled down the hill. I didn't say the title line. I said the I don't think there was a title drop in the intern. That's what titular means. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. I always assumed it just meant like the the line of the movie. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, it's the title of the movie. Okay. I thought it, it was as you wish. <laughs> yeah, you got just me. like, roll it downhill. Princess Bride! <laughs> Princess Bride! And then all of a sudden she knows who it is. <laughs> he always on the farm used to say the line to me and I never realized what it was. Go churn some butter. Yes, Princess Bride. I wasn't a princess. <laughs> And it wasn't a bride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. Uh, I had to look up titular line, and it led to a lot of really good ones. Like, how the hell yeah. did we get here? Like, a lot of the James Bond movies have titular lines. Like, so you live to die another day. <laughs> uh, some are great. I'm going to go down that rabbit hole later. But uh, no, no, he says the line that he had expressed his love through in the beginning, as you wish, as he falls. Yeah. She realizes she jumps after him, and this hilarious fall ensues. And I love how the prince is on the hilltop just like, they disappeared. <laughs> like, no idea. <laughs> they're going to the fire swamp, right? Uh-huh. And that's that's what keeps happening, is like they're, they're going through this, and he's telling the story, and this little bratty-ass kid... Uh, uh, do we have to do this? <laughs> break it up. And it, the part that made me mad was he was like, you're telling the story wrong. It's like, bitch, you got the book in front of you? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was really on the fence about this story telling bit 
for most of the... I think I'm okay because it tells the viewer that, hey, this is a a jokey, kind, not serious thing. I skip around a bunch. But yeah, yeah, a lot of those see... So we're just like, get back to the fucking story already. Like, I don't want to see this stupid kid and his grandpa for this long. (laughs) <laughs> like we get it, he's re- story, and he doesn't like the story, mm-hmm. and then he does like the story. Yeah, it is a it's a way to put us in the movie where the, the, it's just like, come on, don't take it too seriously. Well, they could have done more of the voiceover stuff there, where they don't cut back to the scene, to have the kid like really, and the grandpa says thing, and then like the scene keeps going. Mm-hmm. Something they don't cut back to the bedroom. I did like the bit. Uh, where he started reading, and he's like, "No, you already read that part." And it like rewind. I do like that. Yeah. <laughs> fast forwards to the, where he goes. Like, fast yeah. forwarding and stuff like as he was doing it, that was pretty funny. Yeah, good touch. Um, uh, Kat and I do like to read aloud before we go to bed, if we have the energy, and uh, that's something that we un- run into. Like, no, you you obviously already read this part like three times. And it's like, well, I fell asleep. What are you gonna do? <laughs> I'm surprised the kid stayed awake. To be in all honesty, like having that was a good story. Having an old man read to you, though, that's knockout medicine. How long did it take him to read it? Was it an hour and forty for the kid too, or was it, it like had to be all longer? day? Because yeah, I think this was no. I, I think this was a short story. Uh, a movie that was true to uh, uh, like the length in the movie was okay. canon. All right, sure. Like, like yeah. that movie where they have to disarm the bomb in an hour and 40 minutes or something, and that's how long the movie is. Speed. You have to watch it going 55 miles an hour. It's not speed. <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I like the cut transitions back and forth. They don't do it enough. You're right, Josh. To really ground it, I think. Uh so the the swamp. This is a pretty cool scene. And this is what makes me think it's like a fantasy world every time is because they get in the swamp and there's like Yo, you mean with the rat monsters yeah, and the the fire the... geysers and crap <laughs> sand. You mean the giant machine that sucks your life out? Oh, later. that I believe. That I believe. Yeah, yeah that was made by, that was made by Christopher Guest. <laughs> yeah. Who who is some kind of pain wizard. Artificer or something. <laughs> A hurt shaman, <laughs> a pain wizard, or a, yeah. Yeah, a sore warlock. <laughs> but a sorelock, a sorelock, yeah. <laughs> you may think this fight is easy, but wait till you wake up tomorrow. <laughs> I like war story. <laughs> I, I do like the swamp. It's pretty good. They make a joke of like, well, we. We know how to watch out for the fire because it hisses before going off. And now you've seen the lightning sand, so you probably won't fall in that again. And I think the rats are fake or whatever. They call them, what, rodents of unusual size, but she uses an acronym. I don't think anybody's referencing these rodents often enough for an acronym to be invented for them. (laughs) Were they using acronyms in the Middle Ages, too? Who knows? Could be. Why not? Why not? I didn't think there were enough words back then, no. <laughs> so they traversed the fire swamps, but right at the other edge. And this is wherever he reveals where he's been and what's been going on with him. Yeah, that the Dread Pirate Roberts is just a title passed down to inspire fear from pirate to pirate. Mm-hmm. And, he was, and he was trained by a guy who kept saying that I'll likely kill you in the morning every time you would, they went to bed. Like, good job, you did good day day. I'll probably kill you in the morning. <laughs> Odd way to go to sleep. <laughs> and uh, as soon as they get out, the boyfriend's waiting for them. The, not boyfriend, Jesus. The evil prince. Uh, <laughs> Humperdinck. Fiance? <laughs> Fiance, that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Humperdinck. Humperdinck, Humperdinck, Humperdinck. <laughs> No, don't, don't. They <laughs> take um, Wesley and the princess is like, promise you won't hurt him. And they're like, oh, yeah, we won't even touch him. It'll be perfect. We'll take, we'll take yeah. him back to his pirate boat. Yeah, we'll take him. Yeah, yeah. Believe me. 
Yeah. Christopher Sarandon. <laughs> it's going to be great. Just wait. Uh, she goes back to the castle and is just like, I can't marry you. There's 10 days left and I'll kill myself other if you don't let me go or if I have to marry you. And he's like, well, she says she's going to kill herself a lot, a lot in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> she almost does. At the almost. Yeah. Uh, she's like, I love Dread Pirate Roberts. And he's like, I'll send my four fastest ships in all directions and they'll find Fuck, him. Fuck, could she believe this guy? I have no idea. But it gets to the day of their wedding. He's like, uh, let's get married. And then we're going to the coast and my fleet, my armada of ships entire, will join us on our honeymoon. Here's a, here's a tip. If you're ever talking with a guy... And he, like, maniacally laughs. Don't trust what he says. <laughs> he is your DoorDash. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, have hands. <laughs> I've fixed your refrigerator. <laughs> yeah, okay. You've opened a new account at our checking and loan <laughs> so uh, she is. she keeps believing Wesley's going to come for her and he's like yeah totally it's going to happen don't worry and they have him meanwhile locked up in a basement in a forest in the bottom of a tree yeah fake tree that's a pretty cool set I like that I like this this, this torturer's apprentice too. It as the albino. Yeah, yeah. I liked him. He was kind of the uh what do you got in Frankenstein? The Igor? Renfield? Renfield? That's Dracula. The 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 Igor or the Igor. Oh, Igor. Yeah. yeah. I liked his uh the, the bit of makeup design on him was like his crustiness. He's mm-hmm. very crusty. On I one side that. of his mouth like green crusties. Mm-hmm. <laughs> gross touch <laughs> but even him and Carrie also have really good banter when he's giving him like a sponge bath when he wakes up and he's like I like you to be in proper health before we torture you <laughs> uh, they have what What do you call this, I like, this machine? He's the, one, he's the one who has like a funny voice at first and then he like clears it and he talks normal-ish mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah that was a good gag this is like Robin, a lot like Robin Hood Men in Tights, which we haven't done. It is a bit, yeah. I think is that, this is better. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, both, by the way, star Carrie Ellis. Yeah, right. But both fantasy, both like medieval England, both evil like Sheriff of Notting Hood characters. Yeah. Uh, both Josh would probably jo- Josh would probably like both of them. I would imagine. Sure. Yeah, we could probably bring Nick on. I know he loves Robin Hood Men in Tights. I've um, seen a done, bit of that, but like, have we done Mel Brooks before? Minutes. Not a single one. I don't think we're due. <laughs> uh, he's down in this torture dungeon, and they have him hooked up to what do you call this, Josh? This machine? This like? I I just thought it was like clearly magic because. Like the guy's like sucks your life out. Right. I think Somehow. that was just a metaphor. I don't I, know. I, but what what did it do? Oh, it was just it was just like suction cups attached to his ear and like his chest. Like, what, what is that supposed to do? Oh my god, it, it like, just sucks on you. <laughs> but it sucks real hard, you'll find it's, out. It's not like when he turned it up to fifty is his like pecs got just shoved machine anything. Yeah, that's true. Like, his nips got shoved in Austin Powers' penis pump or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it had to be yeah. alchemy. It was, it was some kind of... Some kind of magic. There's, there's light match. It's a low magic setting here. Yeah. But they encounter enough of it, because when he dies, they go to the, the hut in the woods. And I think this is what you were getting at pre-show. I wanted to, I wanted to hold off for it, Justin, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, do, you rem- do, you know, do you recognize the people in the hut? Both of them have been in the movies we've seen before. Several. Uh, so the first one is uh, Billy Crystal from When Harry Met Sally, the main character. Oh, okay. He was really the old good makeup. Really good makeup. The the Miracle Man. Right. Uh, second one, Carol Kane. Yep. 
who is the grandmother in Adam's Family. Adam's Family Values. Yes, that's and right. And the ghost of Christmas present in Scrooged. Yes. Yep. Uh two great performances i love their characters because he's like i don't know it could have been something else and she just comes out from behind the back like you have no idea what you're talking about liar liar <laughs> comforting 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 <laughs> chasing him you're lying. <laughs> it's funny i like them they build him a a pill because he's only part way dead not full way dead <laughs> I like how he has to like use like the the billow thing to like blow his lungs. Yeah, yeah, that's a fun touch. <laughs> uh, cover the pill in chocolate because it goes down easier. I believe that. Sure. <laughs> Even though he's like dead. And they give it. Well, he's only partway dead. He's only partway yeah. dead. Yeah, yeah. He can be revived. <laughs> You give him this chocolate, and they're like, it'll take full effect in, like, an hour. They should have just given it to him right away. Instead, they take him up to where they're on the guard wall, and they're like, okay, now yeah, we'll I don't it know. I don't know why they didn't give it to him right away. It doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Would have been a I guess because the, they didn't want, they, they wouldn't have had these gags where he couldn't move. <laughs> it's funny. It's very Star Wars. Uh, like, C-3PO kind of fought on... Chewbacca's back at this point. They're going through the halls of the castle. He's paralyzed, directing them, but also coming up with a plan. They uh, they choose to make Andre the Giant look like Dread Pirate Roberts and catch him on fire. Pretty impressive. I like they go- actually caught him on fire, right? Uh, I it's obviously two takes, and one is like a dumb. No, fire, no, no, no. I'm saying one- in the movie. They lit that yeah, character. That was on weird. Fire. That was really weird. Obviously, they didn't actually light Andre the Giant on fire. I'm not a child. Well, but <laughs> they do light people on fire sometimes. But this one, you could tell like one was like a dummy, and it was way thinner, like up on a straw yes. stand, and one was I could Andre tell, the Giant. I could tell that absolutely. But I'm saying in canon, yeah, in the movie, they lit this character on fire. I don't think correct? he minded. Yeah, he just that's why he was off. wearing the cloak, right? That's supposed. to... You can take it off later. Or whatever. What was this cloak? Because he he said if a cloak had... of fire resistance, I guess. I guess so. <laughs> he called it something, and it it I don't know what he called it. I could look through the script, I guess, or watch this with subtitles on. If he was asbestos, isn't that fire resistant? It sounded like to me and Cat. He said Holocaust cloak. Holocaust cloak. That's what it sounded like. I it, it can't oh, be God, right. This is my Holocaust. It can't be right, it, but it didn't sound like fireproof cloak or anything like that. I'll have to go back with the subtitles and watch it. But both me and her were just like, "Nope, it's what? Holocaust cloak." You're right. Is that what he says? Yep. Really? What the hell does that yeah. mean? Is that it just a... stops fires? It, I guess. Whoa. So does that mean Andre the Giant survived the Holocaust? Well, well Holocaust. A holocaust. Holocaust can be like multiple, like multiple holocausts have occurred. We just refer to the most known recent one as it's like the tissue Kleenex situation. Sure, sure, sure. But yeah, so we're right. This was called a holocaust cloak. Really interesting. It must be a fireproof cloak of some sort, huh? (laughs) Weird. We got a little bit bit weirder. He just has this on him. Uh, they catch him. Well, I, apparently he survived a Holocaust. It might be a style of cloak that's like covered in something that's non-flammable. I don't know. We're going to have to do some research here. <laughs> Get back to you, viewers. <laughs> uh, I like how they make him the Dread Pirates Robert because he's huge already. Of course, everybody's going to believe it. Everyone runs. There's 60, 70 guards out front, and all of them just book it as soon as he's there and catches on fire. Because who wouldn't? And they're inside. And once they're inside, it's it's kind of what I mean, very Star Wars, because it's a run through hallways. It's separate fights. It's like meeting up with your arch villains. This part of the movie really ramps up quick, and I like it. It's so sad when Indigo Montoya walks into that room and just gets stuck with a throwing knife. I was taken aback this time. I totally forgot that happened. So apparently 
The name derives from fire part, and it's a cloak made of fairly thick, mostly non-flammable fabric, with the outside being very flammable and the inside being fire-resistant, so it appears you are being immolated. Whoa, and this seems to be mostly based on the Princess Bride. Yes. Huh. <laughs> oh, 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 Yahoo answers. I'm not going there. <laughs> huh. I wonder if this was something that existed before this movie. Or the only thing item? I'm finding on the only thing I'm finding on this whenever I'm looking is in reference to this movie. Okay. So yeah, yeah that make that that's weird. Strange choice, Princess Bride. <laughs> weird name for a cloak, unless they got it from some obscure book or maybe a fantasy book or something, huh? Well, learn something new every day, don't you? <laughs> oh, we missed it, Josh. Google Holocaust cloak. <laughs> that's, that's how I pro- it was the name. He did. I know. I know. Was telling you, you missed the whole thing. Right. <laughs> All right. They're inside the castle. Indigo Montoya follows the six-figure man, uh, gets pegged in the belly by this dagger, and you think he's going down, but he gets up, repeats the phrase over and over, sort of as a mantra, and this guy's like, stop saying that. <laughs> and I like how at first he's all, he's very weak, Indigo is. And, uh, he nails him with that dagger throw. Though. Oh, right to the like lower it was. Abdomen. It was dirty, but it was a good throw. Mm-hmm. That would probably end the fight with anybody else. Uh, he like parries, and it goes into one arm, and he parries, and it stabs him in the other arm. I like how he then stabs the guy exactly where he got stabbed. Pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, finishes him off. He's like, beg me. Tell me if you'll give me everything. You'll give me money. You'll give me the world. And he does. He has always wanted to hear that, I guess. He's got a revenge twist plot. He, he said, I want my father back. He said, I'll yeah. give you anything you want. And he says, I want my father back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which is sad. Oh, but yeah. he got revenge. Oh, yeah. And this is one of the few times where apparently revenge is good. It works out for the guy who got revenge. Normally, <laughs> revenge bad. Right. In a lot of stories, they tell you not to get revenge, but then you watch like a something with Klingons or Kill Bill or something like that, and they're like, <laughs> "Go for it." It's this fucking. Thing. Oh, it's bittersweet, but the sweet part's so good. He oh. lives in a world where they can maybe revive people too. I guess his dad is actually dead. Not yeah, long dead. dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the. I like. I, we forgot to mention the screeching eels. I thought those were a really fun part. When oh, when she jumps, yeah, yeah. <laughs> those were added for the movie. In the book, they are uh, sharks. So they fantas. That's one instance where yeah, they, they kind of fantasied it up. That's 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 fun. <laughs> Sadly, Mel Smith, the albino, he uh, he had to wear contacts, and they were terribly painful. Had an allergic reaction. Hated the role, and never watched the movie. Oh no! Because of it, I wonder if they. they Was the eye crusties real? Was that <laughs> yeah. actual infection? Yeah. <laughs> the mouth crusties fake. Eye crusties sadly real. <laughs> uh, this part where the we'll call I the dread pirate Roberts at this point Wesley he's laying in the princess's bed and the prince comes in and he has to bluff his way into getting him to surrender. Is pretty great. He's like, no, we're going to do it this weird way you've never heard of, where I cut you up piece by piece, but don't kill you, and then kids will laugh at you. <laughs> the chatty duel, I guess. Yeah. The duel there's, a lot of, there's, there's a lot of chatty duels in this movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They do subdue him. The princess ties him up. Uh, and basically... Happily ever after, Andre the Giant finds four white horses. They jump out a window, which doesn't kill Inigo Montoya with his wounds, <laughs> and they ride off on into the sunset. This is uh, one of the scenes I see most where Inigo Montoya is like, I've been in the revenge business so long, I don't know what to do with my life now that it's over. Yeah. 
Yeah, I always see the memes of where it's just like where like Wesley says, like, have you thought about and then insert whatever thing. Yeah, yeah. I I like that they allude that he's going on to be the next Dread Pirate Roberts. You thought about being a pirate? He's like, oh, not really, but I could do it. (laughs) Sounds easy. (laughs) Josh, we've got we've got to the point. Who's your favorite character? <laughs> uh, I think I say Vizini. I really oh, to guess. a lot. Uh, every uh, there's a lot of people that are really close. Yeah, like Inigo Montoya is great. Yeah, uh, you know, main character is great. Pretty much every in the movie is pretty great character. But Vizini like really hammed it up. Yeah, like he wrote that line. Between Zane and, and Grounded, and I really his, his, you know, his death where he's laughing and then it just kills over. Yeah, he's just this short, bald, loud, just like I'm the villain. Huh? Uh, he just does that for like thirty. It's straight and it's fucking fantastic. I kind of she was in the movie a little, or but like it's fine. He mm-hmm. he was in it enough. Nice, nice. Would you recommend yeah, was, it? Was Absolutely. Whoa. If you if you all. You could watch one move in your entire life. This is a pretty good pick. Damn. Whoa. <laughs> That's how Josh rates a movie. It's it's just fun. It is. It's a like, lot of fun. It's a very fun story. It's fun. It's snappy. There's great dialogue. All the characters are fantastic. Like it's just a fun. I didn't look at my watch once. I didn't tap out. I was <laughs> I was eyes glued screen the entire time. And how many movies do we watch where we remember the characters and the actors who played them? That's pretty rare. We're I mean, I like, thought I'll remember yeah, the actors. Too. That guy well, in a vest. Uh, yeah, it's not like I have IMDb pulled even up. Then, I, I say, yeah. Even then, I say even then, we don't take the time. <laughs> uh, oh, so yeah, you would recommend. Um, yeah, definitely. You asked me in the beginning if I, what my history of this was, Justin. Uh, this was a movie that I... I believe that was Josh, okay. but yes. Either way. Please say this was I had not seen this when I was a kid, but my brother would talk about it constantly. He would go over to uh, his grandma's house and like she had it on VHS, I guess. So I would I heard about this movie way more way before I ever saw it. And when I finally saw it, I was kind of like, oh, okay, that's good. That's silly. And I, I wasn't into it at all. It took a while. Uh, I saw it in my mid-20s, maybe early 20s, maybe even before that. It's been a long time. Definitely liked it tonight and would recommend. It was a fun adventure movie. It's one of the rare adventure movies that doesn't travel too far from like the kingdom it's based in or even the town it's based in. I'd like to see more of the Thieves Forest and like the surrounding areas. I think I think this could be an expanded universe. I like the low magic. There's an official map of the two kingdoms. Whoa, okay. That comes also with, like... a sequel. No. I read a, uh, not like a not a sequel move. Like a sequel bit of right is that the author for the Oh, okay. Yeah. That, uh, that goes okay. a bit into like what happens to the characters and stuff. Oh, so they could have wrapped this up with like a uh, uh, like an epilogue thing. Yeah, an Animal House sort of epilogue. Like I don't know <laughs> if that existed when the movie was made, though. I think I think he made that after the movie. Gotcha. I don't quite remember. Okay. Yeah, looking at the official map that I it came in the books, there was a lot more they could play with. There's like a giant skull cavern. There's a big old magic tree. Like, I think... More... I don't know. I wonder if this is one of those movies... It's like, I'm glad they didn't make a million sequels, right? Like, yeah. Wouldn't have ruined this sequel. I'm so surprised. Mm-hmm. How long do you think until this gets a remake? Never. No fucking way. Seriously? This movie is like... It's, like it's gonna happen. Perfect, right? It's it, gonna happen. Every other line in this movie is memed to death. <laughs> like... That's what I mean, though. They're 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 greedy. Yeah, somebody will do it because it's. They're so hard. They'll, 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 done do it it. they'll do it. <laughs> I guess Justin, the author. When do you is think it's going to come out again? Then the author of the book died in 2018, I believe. So mm-hmm. yeah, they can just defile his corpse now. I guess if they want. 
Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I'm curious to read the book. I want how different the book is. I wonder if it takes an hour and 40 minutes to read. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I hope not. <laughs> Justin, would you recommend this? Of course. This is a great movie. What's your history with it? Uh, I watched this a bunch as a kid. Um, watched it like two or three times in film school. This oh, is wow. just an all-around beloved, highly vaunted movie. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, another Rob Reiner it's worth, movie. It, it's worth all the praise that it receives. It's 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 uh it's really good. It's yeah. it's nice, good pacing, fun, snappy dialogue. Every time I watch it, it's uh it's a fun breath of fresh air. Awesome. It's uh, it's rare we all come to such a conclusion where we're all like, yes, 100% recommend, two thumbs up, 10 out of 10 stars, would watch. So five out of five stars would recommend for Yes, Josh. yes, absolutely. Six, six out of five stars. Even. Six <laughs> would, would recommend. Uh, yeah, I guess we're selling it short. Your exact quote, I believe, was if you could only watch one movie in your life, this would be a good choice. Yeah, this isn't even if you were stranded <laughs> on a desert island with one movie to watch for the rest of your life. This is if you could only watch one <laughs> your entire life. You had one to pick from. Yeah, it was kind of it was kind of a me. Right? If I could go back in time and tell yourself, you know, hey, you're probably not going to watch any movie <laughs> the rest of your life, but you should watch this one. Right? <laughs> you can keep watching this one if you I mean, yeah. don't want to anyway. But you know, you can forget all those other movies. <laughs> Do you think you'll watch this movie again, Josh? Uh I I think this is one of those movies that in like five ten years I'll forget enough about it that I will want to watch it again. Because I'll nice. remember it being good and fun. And I'll go, I want to experience that again. Um, Set an alarm for I'm, yourself right now for five yeah, years. Five, watch Princess Bride. It comes up and you just have like the biggest smile on your face. The building you're in is collapsed. <laughs> <It's like machines laughs> I mean, like a beach. business meeting and like, or like a dinner. Oh, it's I was like, thinking I Terminator. Like yeah, there's yeah, Skulls yeah. Beach and like lasers. No, I was going <laughs> to say he's like chained to a room with like a decrepit, <laughs> uh, like with his leg chained to a sink and someone <laughs> at a TV showing up saying like hey you want to play a game and you're like oh a tv and he like pulls out his portable dvd player i'm trying to think of other movies on this podcast that i've rate really highly like when Harry <laughs> sally is a recent member one uh, mm-hmm. i guess Bill ted was pretty there but i can't think there must be like one or two others that are like as good as this oh there really? was uh rope you like yeah, a lot this is Rope's witty dialogue with way more fun going on. Uh, you really liked, well, I guess you didn't really like, but you gave five out of five stars to One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I I would not, I would still not recommend movie if you, <laughs> but it is still very high up. That's, that's the movie if I... If I could never watch. That's the movie that, like... Wow. It's the opposite of Mega Princess Bride. I like that. It's the anti-Princess Bride. You go back in time and you're like, never watch this kid, and you just start shaking yourself. (laughs) Yeah. Trust me, it's good. You don't have to watch it. I watched it so you don't have to. (laughs) Better or worse than Polar Express? They're gonna say Sam. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, we have some real bad. I'm ones. trying to think of Pol Express as any redeeming features on on Princess Bride. Hot, hot, hot chocolate. Doesn't have that. Yeah, Princess Bride. <laughs> it has the hot chocolate song. Um, that is a negative for me. <laughs> the hot chocolate song. Ooh, better than R.I.P.D. It had a homeless guy talking to a kid. Oh yeah, that's that something cool. to look for. <laughs> um. Yes, better than R.I.P.D. I don't remember anything about R.I.P.D. I don't think this movie had a single train. So. Oh yeah, there wasn't a lot of tech in this movie. It was a big machine. That was about it. Yeah, some magic. That's all you need. If you yeah. want to listen to any of the other episodes we've mentioned tonight, you can find them on podcast.com or the iTunes podcast app under Have You Seen? Uh, you can find our other podcast, Amazeballs, in those same places. There we t- cover TV and TV anthologies and uh, all different sorts of stuff going on on that channel. It's cool. 
If you want to find us on Gmail, it's fabcheck at gmail.com. We're also at fabcheck at Facebook and fabcheck at YouTube. And Justin. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You got a new podcast. Oh, yeah. It's What About Wrestling with my friend Nicholas Starr, where we talk about wrestling. Uh, And this week, we're going to be releasing an episode on AEW's Revolution. Now where there is that's a, something I've heard about. I'm not in the wrestling world, and I've heard about this. It's so intense. Why don't you tell them what it, it is? is <laughs> it's uh, the main event, which uh, I haven't finished watching it yet, but I've already seen that apparently there was a pretty bad botch, which Uh-oh. means a mess up, uh, which is worrisome, seeing as how it involves an exploding barbed wire death match. <laughs> you don't want something to go wrong during an exploding barbed wire death match. No. All right. So, yeah, if you want to find out what happened, that's... Oh, now I'm going to tune in to find out. I'm going to watch the event and then listen, because that... Holy shit, that sounds epic. Yeah. There's a, there's also a tag team battle royale. Yeah. Which is like the Royal Rumble that you watched with us, but with tag teams coming out at a time instead of one person. Oh, that... Okay, okay. Well, you can find that one at podcast.com in the same place as all our others and on the iTunes podcast app. That's What About Wrestling. I was on the first two episodes. Check them out and then keep listening. Don't just stop when you finish the ones I was on. (laughs) But I think that... Oh, have you guys seen 